Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good tidings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the second episode of this year's 12 Rambles of Christmas in association with Bet365. Good tidings we bring to to you and your king. king. Is it glad tidings? It might be glad tidings, actually. We're happy with it. Same sentiment. Good or glad. Christmas is not a time for judgment. It's time for Mm. eggnog and parties and arguments about Brexit with your father. And And 12 Rambles of Christmas. Mm. Are you secretly a little bit worried that... Next Christmas, Brexit will be done and dusted. And you yeah, what are we going to talk oh, about? There'll be yeah. something else. There'll be yeah, something we'll, else. Yeah. All right. Then. Yeah. All right. Well, what are we going to talk about this time, chaps? Well, we often hear commentators or, or pundits say when something naughty or nasty happens on the on the pitch or in football, oh, we don't like to see that. However, some of those moments provide the biggest talking points and damn right entertainment in football. So today we're focusing on the bust up. The bust up. A serious... Saturday! A... Saturday! <laughs> Saturday! Saturday! Bit of Elton John there. Lovely bit of it's Elton John. It's all right John. for fighting. Yeah. It is all right for fighting. Well, bust up, they happen on the pitch. They happen off the pitch between players, managers, players and managers, even mascots for crying out loud. <laughs> well, what's the most recent mascot one? I Could, can't really think it was, of one. Uh, it was the Wolves-Bristol mascots having a scrap. Ah. And the Bristol City cat got fired because there was an off-field one as well. <laughs> Love yeah. that. So this is this is the thing, isn't it, where people say, oh, yeah, we don't like to see that. And of course, you know, we don't like to see anybody get hurt, blah, 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 blah. If you weren't a mascot head, fine. Yeah. Uh, Jim mentioned Can't it connect. yesterday. One thing defines what the Football Ramble is all about. 
we, we do love to see that. <laughs> really, I mean, we're going all the way back to 2007 here, but I mean, that's part of why we started this, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, of course we like to see it. And I think if everyone else is being honest, they like to see it as well. And But they can't condone it, though, on television. No, exactly. I'll extend mm. that to commentators, co-commentators, pundits. They just can't say that. Mm. Yeah. Because I've, I've sat in the same room as pundits, as, as we all have, and I've never seen one of them go, genuinely, mm. I don't like to see that. They <laughs> do like to see it. Everyone I don't, does. I don't like ankles getting rolled, but that sometimes no. happens in football. But you actually don't like to see that because you've no. got a bit of a phobia. No, no I, don't, I don't like to see injuries. No, no. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather see a fight than an injury. I'd rather yeah. see I'd rather see on, elbows getting thrown. Would you rather see an injury or a fight that leads to an injury? Oh, <laughs> That's yeah, a good point, actually, yeah. But let's just row back and talk about the bust-up. Because a bust-up doesn't have to be physical. Let's have it one be, now. It can, be, <laughs> it can be a war of words. Mm, it can a verbal bust-up. Mm. I'm not as interested in those. No. Though, unless they're, <laughs> unless they're, unless they're really genuinely witty. Like, for example... Shut your noise, you. No. <laughs> no, that wasn't really a bust-up because Pellegrini didn't care. No. Yeah, that's true. So the best... Uh, here's an example <laughs> of a war of words which went on to something bigger. We've got to start, I think, with Wenger against Ferguson. Good one. And Arsenal against Man United. You know, um, between sort of, what, 96 and 2000, 2004, yeah. United and Arsenal when, were the only two teams to win the league. When Arsenal yeah. was good. Yeah, it was a huge ride, but yeah. they are sort of good again now. True. Um, at time of recording. Uh, but <laughs> I'll kick it off with the two uh, best quotes, I think, from the Wenger-Ferguson rivalry, which Wenger is, uh, Ferguson doesn't interest me and doesn't matter to me at all. <laughs> to which Ferguson responded with, he's a novice and should keep his opinions to Japanese football. He's come from Japan. Yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah. He's a novice. So I love that. That's yeah, great. So that's right off the bat as well, isn't it? That's yeah. a real... But, like... that, but that led to a, essentially a bust-up between the two clubs. Those, yeah. those matches for a while was sort of England's oh, version of El Clasico. I mean, as, having an emotional investment in that, I cannot tell you how frustrating it was to be beaten by Man United oh, and how yeah. brilliant it was to, to, to win them. against them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the bust-up in the tunnel at Highbury between yeah. Roy Keane and, and Patrick everybody. Vieira. Yeah. yeah, well, that's a, mm. a thing, isn't it? People often say that Vieira said something about Roy Keane um, d- d- abandoning abandoning his country at the uh, at the World Cup. Yeah. Um, and everyone's like, oh, apparently Vieira like, backed down after Keane squared up to him. But it's like, there's plenty of footage of Vieira like going in plenty hard on Vieira in yeah. in matches. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's nothing to suggest. If you're going to have yeah. a go at Gary Neville, why don't you have a go at me? Yeah. 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 I think that's Stop bullying him. All right, I will. Yeah. And, 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 and at the, and at the uh, apex of this, it is in the context of this show, it's important to put into perspective. Keen won that bust up. Right? So Alex Ferguson's got an article written in 2009 in The Telegraph on his top 10 feuds just about him. <laughs> so, Alex Ferguson is very well versed mm. in the idea of oh, a feud. I'd, I'd like to get Alex Ferguson's take on Japanese football. Shinji Kagawa, for one. Yeah. What's You're your opinion of Shinji Kagawa then? Yeah. All right, is come it, on. Is it, is it a better or worse opinion than when you got in? <laughs> yeah. so, Ferguson's uh, top 10 feuds according to the Telegraph. Arsene Wenger, the BBC, Real Madrid, Kevin Keegan, Rafa Benitez, David Beckham, Gordon Strachan, Jog Magnier, the Premier League and Man City. I love it the how... Premier oh, yeah, the Premier League is <laughs> yeah. a big one, yeah. I love it how he's got some proper Huge with he, he would take on anybody. Real Madrid, yeah. the Premier League institution. Yeah. Why is Gordon Strachan not having there? a glass why, of wine. Why is he wasting his time with Gordon Strachan? because yeah. <laughs> oh, he, th- he he talks about him a lot on his first autobiography. So that I, I wouldn't I couldn't expose my back to Gordon Strachan. I wouldn't trust him an inch. Ooh. But on the on the Premier League, I mean, taking on the whole Premier League is yeah. quite funny. Yeah. But he would invariably win against all these people. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying um, what they do down there. But next year we'll be sending somebody to see how it happens. Talking yeah. about the Premier League fixture list, I can assure you, I don't. I don't understand how you can get the fixtures like that. They tell me it's not planned. Bloody hell. True. <laughs> Although I've never seen or heard of anybody throwing a piece of pizza at the Premier League. No. That, that was Cesc, wasn't was, it? That was brilliant. Yes, that's Fabregas. <laughs> but what? that shows you was... the, the bust-up between the clubs and how it heightened. 
was so heightened between them. That... It's completely emotionally led, isn't yeah. it? Which actually mm. I think is something about Ferguson as well. These feuds are very indicative of why he was such a winner. He was a person well, who had to compete. And Wenger at the time, I mean, Martin Keown celebrating above Rude Van Nistelrooy's head oh, yeah. in that penalty miss. You know, it was, uh, that was, I mean, that's a great start to, to the bust <laughs> up to the feuds and, and all the rest of it, you know. Uh, it's actually, it actually go, goes back further than that. Because yeah. in, in 1990, there was a big bust up between them. Uh, a huge brawl, something to do with Nigel Winterburn, and United were docked a point, and Arsenal mm. were docked two points. Blimey. So it goes back. I mean, it predates yeah, yeah, yeah. predates Wenger. Yeah, yeah, that's strange, isn't it? Points deductions are such a rare thing. And Ian Wright and Peter Schmeichel as well. Forget yeah, about that. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, 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 it was just yeah. full of them, wasn't there? But you've mentioned Roy Keane, and I'm going to mention Saipan. Yes. World yeah. Cup 2002. Well, that was a great before. bust up. This, I is, mean, this is a, a classic example of the genre. And, and this bust up uh, between Roy Keane and Mick McCarthy, which sort of became a, between Roy Keane and the Irish national side. Well, and Ireland, Roy Keane and Ireland. Yeah, yeah, no, the no, whole no, of Ireland. No, but no, it wasn't between. It, was, it split the country. Apart from Cork. It's, yeah. <laughs> but it split the country. You know, you, you talk to any um, Irish person over a certain age who, who remember it around the time. And they said, like, you go around to your nans or something who's not really into football and they're like, so whose side are you on? Keane? That's a great bust up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it really. It's it transcended the whole sport. Exactly. It was completely countrywide at the time. And Roy... Saipan's just a strange place to do your training, I think. Well, that's what we're right in the middle of nowhere, isn't it? That, that, well, that's what kickstarted I Roy agree. Keane. <laughs> he said that he basically he was fed up of the unprofessionalism of the Irish setup. He was injured. He needed to get fit for the World Cup. There was I don't think there was even a football pitch on the island or something <laughs> stupid like that. It's like, why have we come it's in here? In the middle of Norway. And he just exploded. <laughs> I didn't rate you as a player. I don't rate you as a manager. Da 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 da. Stick it up your bollocks. Love that. The Mick Stick McCarthy. Stick it up your bollocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the big do you, do the, do you, does it jostle for space in, in between the bollocks? Or? I don't know. It's no point of insertion, is there? No. No. Uh, I'd have no, a go. I'd have really. a go. But no. yeah, so big Miko McCarthy was like, uh, you best off you go home <laughs> I reckon Keane was already home it was like the red card you're already walking Can I, what, what he was you, off to the airport what do you guys what do you look because I've got a classic one I want to bring in in a minute uh-huh. what do you bring um, what do you look for in a bust up when you're when you're sort of trying to assess what's a good one and what comes out of nowhere Mm. Yeah, doesn't like shines really brightly, and everyone talks about it apart from the two parties. I, that's what yeah. I like about it. I think it. I think they're talking because because with the two examples that we've just spoken about there between Arsenal and Manchester United, that brewed for ages mm. yeah. and was around for a long time, and was really between two clubs, figureheaded by two. It's more of a rivalry yeah. individuals. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But but there were plenty of bust ups involved. Roy Keane and Mick McCarthy. Yeah, that's just a flash in the pan. Diaboya. <laughs> just coming out of nowhere yeah. they're or punching so, each other so batty you know, yeah. it's a similar kind of idea the best part of the, the, the Dyer Boyer uh, one was Sooness sat in between him at a press conference making oh that was brilliant that is classic <laughs> Sooness of all people Sooness you never catch me doing that you should be ashamed of yourselves how can you do that with a straight face Sooness eh? perched on top of the moral high ground looking down yeah. in the valley yeah. plunging a flag into it <laughs> Plunging a flag into the middle of Dyer and Boyer's temple. Fighting <laughs> <laughs> a Dyer Boyer Newcastle not a human centipede. Oh, it was with brilliant. a flag. It yeah. was it was one of those things where you know like it's almost like the sport itself stops to watch. Yeah. Like uh-huh. any other games going on. Like, what's happened? You just don't expect So one of the things we would agree, I think, in this room at least, and hopefully those listening at home, the most exciting things you can see is the very moment where a goalkeeper gets a red card and you look and realise there's no goalkeeper on the bench, right? Yeah. That, that is amazing. Or yeah. they've made all their subs, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't dare to hope uh-huh. that two players from the same team are going to have a fight. Because <laughs> yeah. that is the El Dorado yeah. of, like, of things you want to see when you're watching yeah. no, football. I was, to I, the point where it's only happened probably two or three times in English yeah. football history. Yeah. No, yeah. The, no. The other famous example would be um, David Batty and Graham Lasso, wasn't it? And that was in a Champions League game. Yeah. It was. 
in, in Spartak <laughs> Moscow, I think. It was, it yeah. was uh, quite far away from Blackburn, it was. Yeah, people amazing. were just looking going, we're breaking up two of their... What are you, they're fighting it's, amongst themselves. You know, you know the they're pe- fighting amongst themselves. Do you know who the peacemaker was, Lesobe Batty? Tim Sherwood? Yeah, tactics Ooh. Tim. Oh, yeah. tactics Tim. Yeah. What I like about... I always like a player who's really mild-mannered usually, losing his fucking mind. Graham Lasso. Graham Lasso. Mm. Um, no, no he, no, he was very punchy. Well, proved to be... Graham Lasso wasn't a mild He's very mild-mannered uh, off the field. Off the yeah, field. Yeah, but that's think... it, on the field. No, he, Graham Lasso was very gobby on the field. Yeah. Well, do you remember in the um, 2011 Supercopa de España, uh, Marcelo like went off with a two-footer. He got sent off. He's already <laughs> walking. Meza Ozil loses his fucking mind. Does he? Really? It really? is brilliant. There's fists flying never all over the place. Never him. It was fantastic. I've never seen him look so angry. He's actually got quite long hair, mm. so it frames like this big, furious, boggle-eyed face. He channels, oh. he channels all his aggression into Fortnite these days. <laughs> <laughs> Season seven, guys. But, but on that, just quickly before we go for, for an ad break, you know, the, the, the player who you wouldn't think was aggressive, we forget that David Beckham was very spicy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very oh, yeah. spicy. Had a, his own bust up with Alex Ferguson, of course, when he, he got a boot off the head. Got the Alice mm-hmm. band out. Got the old uh, Oliver, what's his name? Uh, Ollie, uh, thing. Oliver K. Is it? No, that's the Times guy, isn't it? It's uh, Ollie, Ollie Holt. Ollie Holt yeah. from the yeah. mirror. Get the old Alice band out, didn't he? Yeah. He, also, he got sent off for, for dissent, did he? For Real Madrid as well? Oh, he used to do Yes, that. he did. Yeah. He did, yeah. He did, yeah. He used to do that thing that Wayne Rooney does. If he lost the ball, he would go charging after them and do a two-footer. Also seen by uh, Steven Gerrard. Yeah. yeah Steven Gerrard's <laughs> a big fan of that. <laughs> All right, after the break, more bust-ups. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Oh. 
and I got there on Boxing Day, and unfortunately, um, uh, the referee was on the pitch, and I went, all right, ref. And he said, to be honest, half the pitch is level and flat, the other half is rutted, and I better call it off, Barry. <laughs> I broke my heart, I tell you. Well, Barry oh, Fry. Barry Fry and Boxing Day. You'll find him. <laughs> Together at last. He, he was uh, partial to a bus stuff as well. I'd love it? a Boxing Day drink with Barry Fry. I mean, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, he's so good. That I mean, you'd be good. there all day just listing off all the players he's tried to sign. Yeah. Um, we, we mentioned sort of mild-mannered people who may not get involved in bust-ups and whatnot. Mm. Arsene Wenger's quite mild-mannered. And he, yeah, he's been in love. Jose Mourinho. Stubborn, though. There's a long-going bust-up with Jose Mourinho to the point mm. of he once pushed him. It's because yeah. Wenger is a voyeur. Yeah. <laughs> he's also, what, do you not remember? It was at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, yeah he, he's, as well. he hates losing, though, Wenger. And you see that. with Pardew's another one that he had a, a, a bit of a bust-up exactly, with. The Mark yeah. Hughes handshake thing sort yeah. of began with Arsene Wenger. Mm. So yeah, he, he loves a bust-up. I want to take us over to Netherlands. Because, I mean, you know, we know what the Dutch yeah. camp can oh, be yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And who doesn't like a Dutch bust-up at Christmas? <laughs> a Dutch bust-up. Right. Louis van Gaal versus Johan Cruyff. This is the oh, most Dutch goodness. thing ever. Yeah. A the Dutch Nad- oven. That is a nadir. You know about, you know about the, the fact they don't like, didn't like each other. Obviously, Johan Cruyff passed away now, sadly. Yeah. Um, we didn't like anybody. Do you know the reason why van Gaal and Cruyff had a bust-up? It's amazing. Remind me. It is amazing. Louis van Gaal, along with the Koeman brothers. Was this living in Algarve or something? No, no, no. It's oh, not to do with that. No, I know what you mean. It's a separate thing, isn't yeah. it? Okay. Um, Louis van Gaal and the Koeman brothers have been invited for dinner at the Cruyff family home. Right? Mm-hmm. And halfway through the dinner, <laughs> the phone rings uh, and it was for Louis van Gaal, right? Mm. And um, according to van Gaal in his 2009 autobiography, mm. it was my family ringing me to tell me that sadly my sister had died Blimey. in the middle of the dinner. Um, I rushed out immediately and then uh, found out later that Johan Cruyff was angry because I didn't thank him for the meal. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. That is... And Cruyff took it... That so... is and Cruyff, and Cruyff took it so seriously, right, that later on, um, he... Uh, <laughs> Cruyff was a board member, I think, or some sort of decision maker at Ajax. Mm. Okay? He was, He was, yeah. Yeah. And they wanted to give the job to Louis van Gaal. And this would have been before Louis van Gaal won um, the, the, Champions the European Cup, Champions League, sorry, with, mm. with Ajax in 1995. Um, and Cruyff just didn't want him to get the job. He just didn't want him to have it. Even though the other four board members voted for van Gaal to, um, to have the job. A majority, an overwhelming majority. It was only Cruyff who dissented. Took him to court. Took the, t- took the club he was the board member of to court. That's <laughs> how much Ajax. he hated Louis yeah. van Gaal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great... I mean, that incredible? That's sort of Brian Clough, Don Revy stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Don Revy never thanked him for, you know, welcoming into, was it Derby County? Yeah, yeah. Something like but his that. sister had just died. I think he thought yeah. Don Revy was really arrogant. Yeah, okay, yeah. there's a bit more to it. Sometimes it's all, it's all it takes though, isn't yeah. it? That first impression or some little slight mm-hmm. or perceived slight. Like um, Teddy Sheringham and Andy Cole. Oh, it yeah. Was that, that was just one being subbed off for the other and yeah. then it was to do with it was weird atmosphere. At... Sheringham not, um, say, not, not acknowledging him when he came off. Yeah, something like that went on for like four or five years, didn't it? But the Clough Revy one, it's a really interesting one because on YouTube there is footage of them appearing on some. You know, um, there was a lot more local TV back in mm. like the seventies. Yeah, they were on the TV show together. There's yeah, there's a there's two of them yeah. on a chat show with like a, I think it's a Yorkshire-based um, presenter. It's in the film, wasn't it? Yeah, it's in the film as yeah, well. Yeah, okay. yeah. And at yeah. one point, it's great because you they're keeping it together because they're being quite sort of um, you know gentlemanly about it. But uh, Clough keeps referring to Don Revy as Revy, Revy this, Revy that when he sat next to him, mm. and then when it's Revy's turn to speak. Uh, Don Revy says, Mr. Clough, and I won't call you Clough like you've called me Revy. And, and Brian Clough just goes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but there's that another, doesn't give a shit. But there's Clear. another bit where he, yeah. where he tries to say to Revy, he says, 
but you're not understand. I have to win it better than you. I yeah. have to do it better than you. Yeah. He's going, and and he says, but do you understand this? And, and and eventually, it's the only time they probably agree for a brief moment where he goes, no, I get that. He goes, right, good lad. Yeah, well, that's not really <laughs> patronising. Oh, yeah. Don Revy is yeah. good lad. Yeah, absolutely uh. brilliant. So so as we say, the, the feud could be long, it could be very short, mm. it can be just a head brush. And mm. I'm talking Pardew, I'm talking David Mailer. Yeah, Mailer, Mailer, Mailer. Sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was odd. Just a manager. I mean, I don't think that should be classified as a headbutt because it was more of a head push or a head brush. But yeah, a manager shouldn't do be doing it. Why on earth? I mean, do you want to see that? Yeah. All right, there we go. Yeah, he shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> I, I think I can hold both positions and justify it. One, that I love it. Mm-hmm. And two, that he, but I passionately believe he shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Which possibly is why I love it. Well, no, yeah. but you're looking at your point of view and his point of view. Yeah, exactly. Should... Oh, and speaking of that, by the way, I yep. just remembered another on-field bust-up. Um... In the early 90s... I mean, there's so many. No, I'm no, but I'm talking about players in the same team, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, a la Dyer and Boyer. 93, Merseyside derby. I think McManaman might have had a swing at Bruce Grobbler. Really? Brilliant. I think they had a punch-up on the pitch then as well. Blimey. When Everton scored. So it, they are as rare as hen's teeth between... <laughs> You know, between um, teammates, but they do happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and invariably, Kevin King gets one in the eye. Um, <laughs> Adem, Adem. The first mention, <laughs> the second mention after earlier. Yeah, yeah. When was the last? Um, uh, Fiorentina a few years ago. Um, oh, I know what you're going to say. Rossi, the manager, um, substitutes uh, Adam uh, Adem uh, Jacek um, uh, after half Lyich. an hour. Lyich. Yeah, Lyich. Yeah. Lyich. I think the Serbians actually say Jacek. Uh, though depends what I part go- of Serbia you're from. I googled it. <laughs> um, I um, he ironically applauded uh, his manager uh, Rossi. And 52 years old, jumps in the dugout, starts swinging at oh, him. Man. There's just a great shot where he's got his arm fully pulled back, like he's about to fire off an arrow. And he's got his one hand around the player's neck. Yeah. It was fantastic. Can you imagine the player on the pitch who's had to shuffle his position because a new player's come on, looking over, going, Gaffer, what, where am I playing that? Oh, he's actually physically fighting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was like a flipping fox in a hen house if you just looked over. Like it was just is he all over the place. Is he he's, Yeah, he got it's fired fun. soon after. So you can't do that. You can't do why, that. Why do you think we love it? Is it just to do, because you know it's, it's a pri- truth? It's, it's humanity. A yeah. thing of, of, mm. of two people just going for it. Well, yeah. There's no greater spectacle, is there? Yeah, and yeah. part of it as well is that from where we're sat football is just a game right? Uh-huh. and you can always remove yourself from it and think mm. you know people are passionate about it and they care yeah. about it and X, Y and Z but it is ultimately just a game but that's not true for these people because no. it is their livelihood exactly. it, is their, it, is, it is so much more important to mm. them however much we love it however invested in it we are and uh, I think that's, that's why we love it and I think there's also you're right Jim and I think there's also sometimes when somebody is a bit above their station mm. you want them taken down a peg mm. and so you mentioned Alex Ferguson I mean how popular was John Joe Shelby you know, in certain parts of the country when he yeah. went mad at him and had a bit of a bust up. Oh, that's your fucking fault. Yeah. That's your fault. You've got me sent off your big red nose. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and he said, he, you know, Shelby, when he was trying to become a bit more professional about his business, said, oh, yeah, I probably regretted doing that. But he said, like, people were flipping high fiving him around the town and all this yeah, kind of yeah. stuff because people were fed up with Ferguson just having his own say and being yeah. able to do what he wants. And so sometimes a bust up is caused by people almost trying to fight the good fight. I mean, I know that's giving no, I, I enormous benefit for the doubt I, I think sometimes another, it's just heat at the moment with these things in some cases and I think Ferguson v Wenger would certainly be a case in point successful people can need a nemesis right something mm. to, to spur them on they will almost even subconsciously actively seek some sort of confrontation Marini, yeah. to spur them into the next Absolutely. thing we, so, 
Go on, no, Sorry. go on. Quite often a victory needs to be against someone mm. rather than for something. Is it Oscar Wilde is that it's not enough for us to win, others mu- others must lose. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it's probably something to do with that. Edmund, Edmundo v. Romario. Oh, in blimey. 1998, apparently Edmundo replaced his um, injured teammate Romario in the Brazil squad. Um, and uh, later, later on, um, decorated his men's toilet in the bar that he owned. Uh, with a picture of uh, Mendo <laughs> sitting on a burst ball. <laughs> in response, uh, imagine, imagine the person being the person hired to do that. Yeah, and how, how... I think he did it himself. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, you're making me. Do, it does look a lot like Edmundo. <laughs> no, it's just a coincidence. Oh, yeah, yeah. But apparently, Romario insisted it was just a harmless joke. <laughs> that's, funny. Yeah, that's funny. Um, a, a favourite bust up of mine is between uh, Emmanuel Santos. And uh, the family of Cristiano Ronaldo Santos is, of course, the guy who um, created that terrible, literal <laughs> <Statue>. bust. <laughs> of, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Nice. Um, and also another one. So I'm, I'm similar to you, Pete. I really enjoy these mad, ephemeral things that just mm. happen sort of out of nowhere. And sometimes the circumstances, when you add them all together, make them seem absolutely crazy. And a favourite one we've spoken about many times on the show is uh, between Tony Pulis and James Beattie. Now, um, they just lost 2-0 to Arsenal. And I'm so delighted it was Arsenal that made this happen. And... Um, Tony Pulis got them, made sure they were coming in for extra training, basically. Uh, but it was the night of the Christmas party for the Stoke players. James Beattie objected to that and got a got a headbutt in the shower, didn't he? Naked from, from yeah. naked Tony Pulis. Naked head. Why is Pulis having a shower with the team? He's working hard. Warm up. Apparently, Carlo Ancelotti showers with the team. Oh, really? A bit of bit of cohesion and yeah, all that. Yeah, fair enough. But a, a naked headbutt. Naked headbutt of Tony Pulis. Can you imagine I mean, a harder thing, Jim? I think <laughs> I think it's 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 the only place where we could end. Quite frankly, <laughs> and, and the scariest thing about it. Is imagining Tony Pulis without a baseball cap. Yeah, well, let's assume he had his old chat. Maybe he had it on. Yeah, well, a little one on his penis. Yeah. To be fair, if, so, if, if <laughs> someone if someone is only wearing a baseball cap, you'd still describe them as naked. Yeah, you would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what about a little tiny baseball cap on the end of his penis? With make, imagine, him, make make my penis hard again on it. There's probably a little bit of skin <laughs> that juts out from his forehead. Yeah. So even with a baseball cap off, he's no, got it's, one a ri- on it's a ridge. It's like a little yeah. ridge cave. Where oh my, oh my God! <laughs> make my penis hard again, Mr. Pulis said. Yeah. Or may not have said. Uh, thank you very much for listening to uh, this episode of our 12 Rambles of Christmas in association with Bet365. See you tomorrow. Bus stops. Football Weekly? Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Season's greetings and a Happy New Year. This was a Radio Stakhano production. It's because they became two podcasts. Yeah.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 